guys, and welcome to episode one of the Atlas Weekly Recap. The Atlas Weekly Recap is a new podcast we're rolling out for 2023, and it'll be run by myself, Mitchell Kelsey. I'm one of the financial advisors here at the Atlas Wealth Group, and I primarily work with Australian expats residing overseas, mostly in the Asia-Pacific region, uh, including the Americas. And in this podcast, I'll look to provide a short short weekly recaps of what's been happening in financial markets as, as well as the broader economy and also how this might be impacting on investors. And the idea is to cover notable events in markets for the week just been as well as what we can expect in the, the week ahead. So uh, ideally this will be going out on a Friday each week. I'll also look to incorporate some helpful information on different financial topics which are hopefully informative to, to listeners. Essentially, these episodes are intended to be short, bite-sized, and hopefully provide a succinct update on what's been happening in markets, as well as being educational. It is important to note that any information you do hear uh, during these uh, podcasts is, is not personal advice and is general in nature. That is, it does not take into account your particular circumstances or, or needs. So if you do need personal advice, you should seek advice from a tax or, or financial planning professional. So let's look back at the, the week ending the 27th of, of January. Uh, so in, in terms of Australia's share market this week, we, we had a short trading week uh, with the Australia Day public holiday on Thursday, the 26th of January. Uh, despite this, the, the ASX 300 benchmark index has actually managed to close, close the day at a nine-month high. And in fact, the, the ASX 200 is up close to 8% uh, since the beginning of the year, so 7.9%, which is pretty incredible, actually, as it has managed to regain you know, almost all of its losses from the tumultuous year that was 2022 for, for most investors. And uh, relative to the US, the, the Australian you know, share market has, has certainly been one of the better performing markets, uh, particularly over the last 12 months. Uh, Really, the, the performance or the, the outperformance in the, the Australian market has been driven by uh, probably the, the reopening of China, which started late last year, as demand for our commodities such as coal and iron ore has really picked up um, drastically over the last couple of months. And naturally, this, this benefits our, our miners, which make up a substantial part of the, I guess, the ASX 200 benchmark. So companies like BHP, Rio Tinto, Fortescue Metals and, and the like. Uh, speaking of China as well, and I guess more specifically Hong Kong, the, the Hang Seng Index, which is a stock market index seen as the, the main indicator of, uh, I guess, companies' performance in, in Hong Kong, it's actually up 54% uh, over the last three months. So essentially, they've looked to sort of shake off their, their zero COVID woes. So they're, they're doing quite well over the last three months. Uh, staying locally now, so I guess one of the, the major economic agenda items that was that sort of was scheduled for this week was the Australian Consumer Price Index, so the CPI, which is the, the, the measure of inflation. So on Wednesday, we had Australia's inflation data released for the quarter to December 2022, so from 1 October to uh, 31 December. And this came in a little bit higher than most, uh, I guess, uh, I guess economists were, were expecting. And I guess the basket of goods that are measured by the, the CPI, they, they increased by 1.9% over the quarter. 
and I think most most economists were expecting 1.7%. So it came in just a little bit hotter than expected. And if we look at this this figure uh, over a 12 month period, we can see that CPI has has risen by 7.8% uh, over the last 12 months. So still incredibly high, and it's it's nearly a you know it's still at a 32 year year high here, here in Australia. If we look at some of the major contributors to the to the inflation for the last quarter. So the, the most significant price rises were in domestic holiday travel and accommodation. So they contributed to that they're up 13.3% for, for the quarter. And electricity was the, the second biggest contributor, uh, up 8.6% for the quarter. Uh, looking to the, the Australian dollar now, and particularly uh, looking at the, the Australian dollar relative to the, the US dollar, uh, the US being our major one of our major trading partners. So over the last three months, the, the Australian dollar has been trending up against the, the USD. And this, if we look at three months ago was, was effectively when it had really bottomed out. So it was, it was at 62%, uh, sorry, 62 cents uh, in, in mid-October. And the, the Australian dollar is now sitting at about uh, 71 cents. So this, this has really been helped again uh, recently by the, the hot inflation data that came out this week as, as investors seeking, I guess, a, re- a high return on their, their capital or cash. They, they look to you know, buy Australian dollars with the expectation that with the higher inflation data, the, the RBA, the, the central bank here in Australia, is going to look to lift the cash rate. And uh, as a result, uh, investors or savers, I guess, can earn, earn more on their, their cash from a higher cash rate. Uh, speaking of the the RBA, so the the latest inflation data almost certainly uh, solidifies a 25 basis point or 0.25 percent hike at its next board meeting in February. So on February 7th is when the RBA board meet next. They didn't meet in in January. So the first meeting of 2023 will be on the 7th of February. In terms of the the current cash rate, so it's, it's currently sitting at 3.1 percent. And most market commentators are expecting a peak at around 3.6%. So, i.e., we're, we're probably looking at maybe two two more rate hikes over the course of the next, uh, you know, six months. So, uh, two two more sort of 25 basis point moves would bring it up to 3.6%, and that's sort of seen as the the peak um, by by most sort of commentators and. You know, coming into 2024, ideally, you know, inflation really starts to, to cool and we might, might even be looking at cuts, at rate cuts in, into 2024. If we look ahead to, to next week, uh, in terms of the, the US, one of the big economic data uh, release, or not data, uh, agenda items for next week is the, uh, the FOMC, so the Federal Open Market Committee, which is, uh, I guess, the... The U.S. is the U.S. is equivalent to the um, the RBA here, uh, or the board, the RBA board here. So they they meet on the 31st of, of January to make a decision on U.S. interest rates. And in terms of what we might see from a you know an interest rate decision in the U.S., so after inflation data came in lower than expected for December 2022. So we had inflation data for December. In, this is for the, the US that, that came out in early January. Uh, we saw that there was actually a fall in, in CPI in the US for the, for the month of December. And so there does seem, seem to be a bit of 
growing consensus that the Fed might actually slow down uh, earlier than, than previously expected on this this rate hiking cycle that it's that it's currently on. So, in terms of the the Fed funds rate or the, the interest rate that's that the the official cash rate in the US right now is it's currently at four point five percent. But as we know, with with the US, uh, I mean the, the inflation target is two percent, so we're still well above that. So the current Inflation uh, 12 months to December is at 6.5%. So, you know, next week further for rate hikes uh, are expected. So the, the US Federal Reserve still has a, still definitely has a difficult task ahead, uh, trying to bring inflation down to that 2% target without tipping the, the US economy into a recession. And uh, that's all I have for today, guys. Thanks for tuning into the first episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. I'll be back next Friday with a new episode. I'm Mitchell Kelsey from Atlas Wealth Management.